Good evening. Welcome back, everyone. So, we are going to continue this very exciting uh, sugya. Not only is it exciting, but from just the botanical garden's point of view. So far, people have been telling me about all the interesting things growing in their backyard with some show and tell, and I'm sure we'll have more of that. I promise first to get back to your Shiloh. We're not going to do justice to it now, because I actually wanted to make copies of the Shochanach and the Chaznish I was referring to, but I ran out of toner, which happens once every six months. So I couldn't make new Mamre Kermit. So when I get it to Mr. Shem in a couple of nights, I ordered new ones. We'll go back to it. But let me just speak out what the issue was. The Chaznish says a klal in Hilchaz Arlo. Arlo is about fruit-bearing trees. It's a fruit-bearing tree. Chayiv and Arlo, Netaravai. And the Shaila is what do we do to define a fruit-bearing tree? So the Chaznish makes the dimyon based on various Mishnayas, which are brought down Lalach and Reis Sadidalid, that if it doesn't have a yield, barring this Gemara, a kav for a quarter of a kav for Allah's Bizdam Ochashuv, and no one's interested and it's not financially worth it, and the mice is going to be left to rot or fall on the ground, eaten by the squirrels and the deer, then it's part of Merla. And the Paiskim bring the Tzushtel that the same thing should be over here, which would be welcome because we raised the Shaila last week. Why is it that we have mulberry trees and acorns didn't bother us that much? Because even though Tzadik proved with 60 recipes that it's very edible in your muffins, uh, Lamais, uh, we still haven't. Did you meet anybody over Shabbos over the weekend, uh, five days since we met, that eats acorns? I asked my parents, they, they, there was coffee made out of acorns in Russia. It's not real you coffee. Know. I mean, it's, it's a, a drink. So it's a, a drink, it's okay. A okay, so I'm happy you mentioned that because they beferish talk in this sugya about tea leaves also. And if you have anything that you're putting in your drink, would that be considered an Eitz Michael? And they say no. Ah, that's a, that's a good drink. Tea. Well, if you're British, it's like part of the, uh, the daily uh, ritual. The answer is, yeah, you're using a leaf to flavor your hot water and it might be delicious but it's not a food or it's not a fruit it's a food because I'm putting in food so that's an interesting same thing will be over here that wouldn't necessarily prove it it has something in it and we're using it to flavor it if you remember from our share last year you guys didn't eat for a week afterwards they have interesting coffee beans that are digested by cats and like and they're using that to wipe they wash it off first and they're um, using that to flavor their things also. So that comes from a coffee cherry, but the, the item itself is um, not really considered a fruit. Um, the, the Earl seems to follow in most cases, whatever the gather is over there, the gather is over here, or vice versa. What about green leaves? What are they used for? I mean, we have leaves in our salad. Is we have leaves in our salad, by the way. Yeah, I find some surprising things in the salad. And if you're having a picnic outside, you might want to ask your wife very carefully, did that fall in as she was bringing it out, or was that put in B'mezid B'mezkavin? Maybe very carefully. Actually, don't ask her that, because you're going to blame it on me. Uh, so, Lamaisa, <laughs> we eat all sorts of things. That does still mean it's a fruit, because we eat in our salad cucumbers and tomatoes also, but it's not a fruit. So, it's a food. It can be a food also. Tree. Those things don't tree. Right, but 
even if it did, I, I think we're used to chewing a lot of things that uh, I don't know who invented lettuce, that it's something supposed to be on our plate. But again, there wouldn't be a kosh if it goes in the ground. But the fact that the leaf happens to be from the tree doesn't necessarily make it a fruit. Although that would be more of a shiloh, I think, than the tea leaves. The tea leaves we're not eating. We're just using it to flavor hot water. So that is an, that is an important point over here. We don't consider tea leaves grow on bushes with hard stems. So again, that's Shiloh, what's a tree, what's not perennial, tentochim, it's a big thing. Okay, so that'll be a hot minute. Can you cut it down? So if it's Baltashkis, you shouldn't cut it down anyway. Baltashkis is the second half of Vasugi. Right now, we're just on trees, the special iser for cutting down trees, and that's only our fruit-bearing trees. So the Chaznish said this in a few places in the Chaznish. Again, when, I, when we get to see it inside, if we can make copies, it's important to see inside. But for now, he's going on Halacha Chavzayin. This is him in Reitz Adidal and Halacha Zarla. And the din is based on a fairish mishnah on a table makom she'ena yishuv potter. If you have a tree in the middle of nowhere, makom she'ena yishuv, it's potter. It's not chayiv in arlo's no yisar arlo. Vuhu shaloya isek de tipul shematapol peresav ashmevi in yishuv. Because out in the middle of nowhere, they have a good way of transporting it, and the fruit is not worth it for anybody to take in a sizable amount because they can't get it back to civilization and sell it. So I may mention the fact that. Perhaps this is more of a negate to a tree that's a borderline type tree. We were talking about mulberries and all the things going in our backyards because otherwise, why would you not assume if this is out in the boondocks but it's in a crossroads, it's somewhere on the way and people traveled, why wouldn't you assume that people can eat it as they go by? So Sadiq said maybe it's going on real apples and I think it's a possibility. The reason I'm shying away from that is because I'm trying to create a scenario. The Chaznish is struggling with it. There's a long Chaznish on this. And they're trying to figure out what the gather here is. If it's a real fruit-bearing tree, you have to say it's so far out that no one's going to walk by, no one's around ever. Well, if that's true, then the Earl of Shailu would be a moot point. So you say, it's still no gay if somebody happens to go by. But if there's one or two or three people going by and the olden days, especially this delicious apple tree, orange tree, of course they would take it new. So you said maybe they wouldn't take a kav. A kav is a nice amount. Okay. So you have to, so I'm open to the possibility that the, the stam over here is that's talking about even real fruits. The reality, I think, would be that if it's in a place where travelers go by, the fruits would be eaten, certainly in the olden times. And it's more nagea to the fruits that we have today where we're just not interested. It's not a high-ticket item, and it might not taste that good. It's sort of a fruit like crab apples and mulberries. Mulberries are pain to get off. A lot of them have little worms, but not all of them. And all the shies we discussed last week, why aren't we taking them off our trees in our backyard? The answer is, in America, we're very spoiled, and it's not worth the time. So is that a heter? So I, what I'm, try, I'm trying to find a heter because we're all doing it and we're letting it rot. And often, when it comes to cutting it down, we want to say, well, it's not really a fruit-bearing tree. So I wouldn't be makele just straight away based on the svar. But this is one of the many svars we're going to use, is that according to Chaznish, if no one's harvesting, not now, not before, not later, then it doesn't have to be a fruit-bearing tree. And he says that in Hilchzorla. So that's, um, that's going to be one of the rayas, uh, because the danger issue, we're going to have all the sniff and huckle as well. Just while we're in the early, the two interesting things Mr. Shem we're going to look at later there's a din also based on the Mishnah, actually it's based on the Gemara and the Yashami, uh, that at the beginning of the Masechta talks about if you plant a tree for an Eserig, is a Chayv and Arla. So you're looking at the Shaila, what's the Shaila? Plant it for an Eserig? So if you think about it, we don't need a Eserigim, we would never eat a Eserigim. We wouldn't need it. We wouldn't even go near it if it wasn't. Once we have it, you do a mitzvah with it, you want to say, so we have this a minute, you make it... Uh, 
marmalade and you put a lot of sugar in and even with the sugar it's pretty interesting and why not use the fur mitzvah already? I think if the Asaragim were in a mitzvah and it was in our backyard it would have the same heter. Nobody would harvest it and it's just not really edible. And you'll say, some people eat lemons, even lemons not to have it, lemon lista. Some people eat it and you serve it and it, uh, it's used in salads or whatever. The Asaragim doesn't have enough pulp to make it worth it. But you can't say it's not a fruit. In Esrog, it says pre eats hudder. How can you say Esrog is not a fruit? <laughs> the pasta calls it pre eats hudder. That's where I'm getting stuck. It doesn't, the Marta Havamin, there's a big Shiloh, what the Havamin was and what the Maskana is. The Maskana is, it's Chayven Arla. It says pre eats hudder. But if you examine the Lumdis in the Havamina, they're donning it as a fruit. Why? Because people weren't spoiled then or whatever had any edible value, they would use as a lemon. It wasn't a lemon, so it's a small lemon. It has less uh, pulp than a lemon, but it's a lemon. They actually eat the pulp. They do? Who? They? We? People eat the pulp. Yeah. An esri? Mm-hmm. I don't know right. which is more sour. I once tried it, a lemon or an esri. They're very similar. Do you ever taste an esri? It's pretty... With the sugar, I couldn't... You gotta be look. I've seen people eat lemons, but most of the time, lemon is used to revive people when they faint. You put a lemon in their mouth. I but, tried one on Tubeshvat by there by Gordon Shishu. They had a big one and it tasted pretty good, decent. You could try your own, but you gotta wait no, to no, Tubeshvat. But, but it was it wasn't the regular restaurant. Okay, so maybe it was, it was a lot. Le- maybe group longer, whatever it was. I don't know. It's just interesting that in the old times, it's posh, it pre-eats hard, and this is a fruit. And we wouldn't, uh, so add that to your crab apples because we have the same issue. It's a little bit sour. So is this going to be a sniffle that it's not really a fruit, not because it's not edible at all? As the Chaznish says, based on our law, it's not Nagea if no one is harvesting in this area, in this, in this culture. The Maskana is an Esrgas Chayev, it's pre Hadar. The Havmin is based on something else, and it says, Litzerach Luluv, the Machaber brings down. The Teya, Litzerach Mitzvah, Gon Litzerach Luluv. So the Achranim have a field day with this. I hate using that pun over and over again, but they do. One second. They say, a Luluv, a Luluv is, you plant a tree for a Luluv. That's not a, the Luluv's not a fruit, it's not a palm tree, and it's not always on an Akeva. <laughs> That's a shayla also. Is there a hidda to get it from the Nekeva when it's not? That's the shayla. Remind me on Sukkot. Speak about that. We never had that Sukkot yet. It's Nogea to the dairies and other things. That, that's a, a Syria shayla. What's the pshat over here? If it's a lulav, there's no havamim, there's no erla. So some achranim say, no, the lulav becomes its fruit because that's its yield, even though lulav is certainly not edible. The lulav? But that's its fruits. As a havmin, that would be erla. And others say, no, it means it's on a Nekeva palm tree. And it's talking about you're eating the fruits also. The havmin is you planted it basically for the lulav, so the fruit is a, a minor side product, kamash malan. If you have the yield and using it, then it's chayv. But it's amazing how Mishnaya's erla, it's, it's uh, Mishnaya's erla and Yushami erla for its own sake. But it's interesting how for our sugya, we need the rayas. You've got to figure out the rayas and the chalukim, so maybe we'll have uh, time to come back to that. Right now, we're up to the Rambam, which we actually started on your main set. Uh, this is the old set, the multi-page set. Oh, you had a shayla, you there, yeah. Is the question, are you, just if you can cut it, cut down the tree, or is it that if it's growing, you have to pick it? So, very good. So, somebody asked that, and we're going to get to that. There are many achronim, as we've learned from this shear over the past uh, many, many years, you think it's a pasuk chumash, three psukim, it's one lav. How big can the sugya be? Well, we usually have like 80 shirim. This is a huge sugya, both on the, on the fruit side, which is the smaller part of the sugya, and then the general batashkis. So 
I'll break your shayla into two. There's the fruit shayla, which the Pasuk says, don't cut it down. You can't be able to love by not taking care of it and spraying it, because you're not cutting it down. Is it a waste if most people in your neighborhood, in this society, would be taking care of it because it's a shot on good Jewish guilt? Why would you want to waste it? You that? And you're mamish, lazy, not you, and you just let it be run into the ground. That's already also baltashkas. That's a shayla in Peskim, whether that's baltashkas. And even on that, many say that if it's not active and it's only grandma, we'll get back to the Ram in a moment with diverting the, the water supply, that is going to be chayev on some level, but this is not even that because you're not diverting something, you're just not doing anything. Is it hashkafically sound? No. If it's a good thing and minimal effort, most people do it, don't let it go to waste. Is it actual cutting down the tree? So they're not, is it even actual baltashka is debatable. You're just not, so to, to say zachi, if you actively do something, is hashkafically sound, but halachically debatable whether you can slam the guy. And again, the minig is that if we would have, my grandmother here Muncie had an apple tree. I never got close enough to see if they were crab apples or not. I did get close enough to see that most of them are holes in them. As I mentioned, I asked to like, come out all of them. It's hard to find something that a hole, you know what a hole means. It doesn't mean somebody went over the hole puncher. It means the worms are having a good time. So I asked her, how did you eat? I said, I said what's going on over here? She said, what do you think? The apples just grow on trees? I'm laughing when she said <laughs> I said, well, that's what I did thought about until this conversation. <laughs> Meaning, what do you think? It's just like money goes on trees. You got to do something. You got to take care of it. She was very good at it. So I said, why don't you take care of it? She said, it's not worth it. I don't remember if it was uh, because crab apple. It was a tree in the bottom, a big tree, a tall tree. She was all four foot ten. What was she going to do about this conversation? She was 99. I think we had this conversation. And she was still working in the backyard, but not in that tree. So uh, I sat worms in him. It was, a, it was a surprise to me, not being a farmer growing up in a city. You have to actively take care of a tree so the worms don't get to it. So what did they do in the olden times? We have chemicals. I think they probably had even better... They didn't have DDT. They didn't have sprays. They must not, no, you don't think so? They didn't have any way. They didn't... They didn't have any way. They didn't know of any type of thing that kept away a bad smell. It's only uh, in the 1960s, Valhalla, Lemus Byron. What? Yeah? Scare no scarecrows. No, is that what scarecrows is? That was there. So I don't know. We have to, we're going to learn a lot about farming over here because I don't know. Uh, no, Celtic says they took a knife and they cut it out. I guess that's the old bad joke with what's worse than biting into an apple and finding a worm. Yeah. So that's where that comes from, I guess. They used to bite carefully and cut it out. Sounds very clumsy to me, but I guess what? When I lived in Riverdale, we had a there was a pear tree and there was an apple tree, and ninety percent or more of the apples on the tree had no bugs in them. All the ones on the floor. No, the ones on the floor, obviously. But I, the ones I was looking at here, Muncie, they had. I said, how the worms get so high? She told me they're very resourceful. The mamish had hold. You could say, I said, oh, how would you go? I, said, I don't know if they were crab apples. I don't know if I got that far. But you're saying they, they just lived with it. Of course. But cut it out means you've got to go around. You're wasting half the... You think they didn't have any chemicals to, uh, to, to spray the trees. Okay. Whatever it is, they're very good at it. That's probably taking care of heavy-duty spraying and the like. And that's modern technology. And then they wax it. And then they do... Uh, what? Sadiq said they cut it out. No, many years ago to you is 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Uh, he's talking about from the free digger days. What? But if you have a grove of apples and you're taking care of them, then 
but no, but the same. I thought taking care of the old time meant there was a way to treat the trees. No, uh, somebody find out the Mitzias. I don't know what was going on. Should be easy to find out what was going on before George Washington, George Washington cut it down. What, what, what did it look like? Yeah, you can be talking, and then you you can't be talking. <laughs> They're not going to bite into a worm. Okay, so somebody find out the facts. I'd just be curious what the assumption was because now we're all spoiled, and no one's interested in spraying and taking care of me topple it. And I think based on the Chazanish, would be a heter. Uh, let's see the Ramam, and we're going to see the Ramam now. The four halachas, and of course, uh, as you know from the previous sugyas, once you see the Ramam once, we'll refer back to it when we go into it. More being, but let's just see the lushan of how he brings it down. Halacha ches, it's in your main set on uh, one, two, three, four pages in. So the first halacha zayin we saw already that in war you can't surround the city on all four sides, which was not the minig for anybody else. Hashem said, Happy tochen, this is the way I want you to fight. It's more human, uh, it might even better be better strategically, but it's if it was so much everybody was arguing last week is better, they'll, they'll run and you'll win the war quicker. If that were the reason, that Hashem wouldn't have to give us a seat where everybody would be doing that. So obviously there was a, a leap of bitachon. As the Ramban says on the next din, that the only reason they cut down trees, or one of the reasons they cut down trees, they were afraid if they don't win, they will have lost everything. Here they could do immediate damage. Ramban says, Hashem says, and you'll win, you'll take over the city, you'll want those trees. So that's not a reason to cut them down now. What we will see right now, this is going to be Machlekes, if you are doing it just to strike fear in the enemy or to break their morale or to cut off their supply of apples and vitamin C and whatever the case may be, then the Ramban will hold its mutter because it's only also derech hashchosa. And the Ramban's going to sound like he agrees, but not all Rishayim do. And Rishayim say, the Pasuk says you can't cut it down on war, finish. You can't cut it down. You'll find a different way to strike fear in the hearts of the enemy. So that's, that's going to be a very big Machlekes. Let's see Allah HaChes. Meaning, outside the city. That's the scenario in the Pasuk. Which normally is Groma. You have a stream going this way, and it's headed toward the tree, and the tree's being Yannick, the roots are being Yannick, and you go 30 feet over there for the tree and just divert it. So normally that would still be Groma. But you're doing a Misa, as opposed to what I just told you, you're just not treating the tree. This is a tad worse. Uh, I will... Mentioned the truth is discussed. What happens if you do a meal akum on cutting down a tree? So that's going to be heavily discussed here, Mitzvah because even when there's a hetta, we try to be arm's length and get a guy to do it. So a meal akum normally is also in Kolotarikul, not just on Shabbos, as we saw by serious spaying animals and all the other sugars we had. Over here, some on a taina that is worse than just a meal akum. Meal akum is drabanon. Over here, Sometimes it's the same as diverting a stream of water. Maybe even worse, because you're telling the guy to do it. It's not you, but it's not better than the grandma. And all this argue for carrot. Over here, you did a misa to take this stream, which is a source of nutrients, away. Over here, you told the guy, but he has his own head. So you didn't do anything. He has to decide whether he wants to listen to you. And then we're going to have the Shiloh, whether Yad Pol, Yad Balabayas, and if you pay him, maybe he's like your Yad Mamish, which is, which is even worse. So those are just coming attractions. But right now, the Rambam brings down, you can't even divert a that it should dry up and fall down by itself. Uh, there's a Shiloh whether this Isser is the Raisa of the Rabbana. The first Isser is certainly the Raisa, cutting down the tree itself. So the first part, cutting down a tree, is and it's the Raisa. And it has a Chiyav Malchus. 
even though the context of the Pasuk is in a siege to a city, it does not only apply in a wartime siege situation. Peacetime in your backyard. If you're doing a which right away tells you that if you need the real estate and it's worth more than the tree, or you need the wood and it's worth more than the tree, or it's not producing enough and it's not producing a calf, all those apinigle should be Mutter, and the Ramam says, The primary reason, sometimes one Elon will spread its roots too much, it'll grow into other trees, and it'll do more damage. If you take out one tree, you'll save the other one, so it's being too much of a mazik. Or, or if the wood is worth a lot more, or if it's being mazik, your steps by getting red dye with these Chinese berries or whatever they're called all over the place and it's messing up the whole grounds. So you got to know when is it really being mazik, when is it not. That's halacha ches. Halacha tes. Kol ilan srak muter now, Rambam says nothing about any Inyan Apikabal over here, but he says nothing about any Inyan Apikabal in the first Allah either. And many Akhranim will hold, even when it's mutter to cut down a tree, if it's a food bearing tree, you should be careful. Others say there's only a Sakana when it's also to cut down in the first place. The Rambam doesn't mention anything when it comes to the first set of Ilanus, the Ilanay Paris. By Ilanay Srak, he says the whole thing is mutter, and he says, Afilo That's an interesting line. I think somebody was asking me already last week. Why would you want to cut down a tree, Yaakov? Is that you? You're going to cut down a tree, it gives you shade, and it, you're cutting it down, and I feel like it's Why would you cut down a huge oak tree, putting the acorns aside, uh, that's a beautiful tree with branches? It's doing two things for society. It's giving shade, if you want to stop and rest, and it's also giving us oxygen, no? That's what they say it's doing. That's pretty important, no? So why is this mutter? I feel like it's hard. Like we, we don't. Why? Doesn't mean it If you need the space and the real estate that's on is worth more than the tree, that's Pasha's mutter anyway. I'll be nigla. So what is that? It sounds like you can just cut it down. Now, why would you do anything to cut down something if you don't like wasting your time? So as I mentioned, uh, you want to chop down a tree? I mentioned the story why I did that as a child. It was a nice experience and uh, test your muscles and learn how to use an axe and, you know, good, good training, which if you do it once for five minutes, probably not good training, but why is he doing this? So the Ramam doesn't discuss it. He just says, I feel like it's a mutter. So the Achreinim are, why? It's totally different. But the Rambam seems to be saying, the Rambam seems to be saying you can't have a shchas on something that has no fruit in the first place. So I'm, I'm not asking the Sechernim, it says, well, it does not fruit, but it has leaves and it has branches and it's, it's a living organism, something or other, on some level, and it's adding oxygen and shade. So the puzzle seems to say it's special, positive fair, just make sure it's not a fruit bearing tree. So. This is, again, Moshe, we're going to have to get to. Why does the Rambam just give this one line? Is that what? That could translate to other things that are not, I don't know, somebody wants to throw a pair of shoes out. We do. Well, the whole circuit is going to be based on translating to other things. Yeah, but the Rambam, the problem is, the Rambam, in the next line, or in a few lines, in the Halacha Yud, is going to say, and not only fruit-bearing trees, but anything else that has value, and you give 
uh, wanton destruction by throwing in the garbage or burning it or whatever the case may be or ripping it is an Isra Baltashchitz. So why does he stop in the middle and say, but Elon Srak, that's not an issue even if you don't need it. What's the, what, what, the chili? Why does Rambam say, and when he uses the Lashon of Darach Hashchasa before, why doesn't he say, Afilu Darach Hashchasa? Is there a difference between the two? I think he's talking about normal people. I wonder, why would somebody do anything Darach Hashchasa? So, it's not such a kasha because the Gemara talks about Karea B'cham also, which we will discuss, where a guy's in a rage, which is an Avera onto itself, Kilo and he's fuming. He starts ripping things and throwing things around, smashing vessels. So the Rambam says, I mean, the Gemara says it, the Rambam's getting down, it's Kilo Vedavadzar, and he shouldn't be kaisa, and it's also Baal Tashlis. Now, why is he doing it? Okay, at least he's normal. I mean, he's not normal, he's in a rage, but. But we understand he's trying to get out of his anger and, and there's a good side, as the Ramam says, that might even be a tikkun in Hil Hashab. It might not be Makalko. So I might be doing something even though it's also to do that. So, I feel in I don't think the guy's not normal. The guy's doing it for a reason. I gave you some scenarios. He's practicing how to use an axe or he's, it's an outdoor activity. He wants to exercise his muscles, whatever. But he doesn't need the tree. So the question is, but the tree's serving a purpose. The answer is... There are a lot of trees in the world. We have a lot of oxygen. Does anybody claim you cut down 100 trees, 1,000 trees, we have less oxygen? Anybody even claiming that? When they have a forest fire in California and they lose 10,000 trees in two days, is there a shortage of oxygen around? I'm not talking about the burning thing where you feel like you're... There are a lot of trees on this planet. I don't think it makes a difference. You'll say, well, it's got to make a difference somewhere. If you cut down one tree, two trees, five trees, we now see today you can lose thousands and thousands of trees, first of all, making paper, and then they have forest fires every year. So the oxygen taina apparently is not a taina. That's not batashi, not affecting the atmosphere. Even though, again, why would you want to cut down a tree? Stam. And, but in a means there's no hush of enough reason, like the real estate that's being mazi, all the reasons he said before, that you don't need. Wanton destruction is still batashkes Ali, as you were asking. The question is, would that apply to a tree? What are you really losing? The guy doesn't have a place to sit down in the shade? So let him go to the next tree. Cut down the only tree in the desert. The guy's going to be hot. The Achranim do discuss this. We'll, we'll have time to get back to it. But the Ramam doesn't have more to say on it, so you've got to figure out what the Ramam means. It's getting old already. Again, this is the theme which we started with from the Gemara and the, and the Chaznish talking about by Erla, where the concept point is the yield is not high enough, it is not worth it. Therefore, it's not considered Eitz Michael anymore. Mutter Lukhutza. The Kamiye Hazayis, I says, a different share for different trees. Hazayis is the most chosh of them. Velayikatsena, Reva Hakav Zaysim, Vedekal Shoesa Kav Tamarim, Layikatsena. Most of the trees uh, need a kav, the Zayas needs even a quarter of a kav, and then there's an Isra to cut it. Now the Ramam says, Yud, Velo Yilonos Bavad, Elakolam Ashabra Kalim, Karea Bagodim, Vaharis Binyan, Vesay Samayan. He's smashing Kalim, he's ripping Bagodim, he's smashing houses, he's stopping up wells or streams, Ma'abin Machalas, restoring out food, that's a big one. Derech, next page, Hashchasa, Aiver Belay Sashchis. There's two things in the Pasuk by trees. There's Maltichras uh, and Maltashchis. So again, we're using this Ramam to introduce the possibilities 
So there's a big machlekes achreinim. Does the Rama mean that Baltashchis is also the Raisa? It's just the Malkus happens to be only Malkus Maradis. So why shouldn't it be Malkus the Raisa? We'll explain in a moment. Or are Shai Devarim Durabonon and only trees the Raisa because trees mentioned in the Pesach? Take a look at the Radvaz for a moment. I don't know if I bracketed it. Three lines down the Radvaz on the top left hand side. And Taimar Maishna Kaitisilan is the Leica Maishna Meshar Bakalev the Leica. What's the difference? If the tree represents value and you're chopping down a tree and you're losing the value of the apples, so you ripped your shirt. It's the same thing. Why, why should one have Malchus and one not? Habakulu over Mishum Baltashkis, that's his Kasha. Vyesh Leimar does Haras Kaitisilanus, the two phrases in the Pusik. For Kaitisilanus, it's Meesa Loi Sichrois, cutting down a tree. That's the love, and that gets Malchus. Kedisa in Perik Basa de Malchus. Mashma, the Kroa de la Sashchis, we call Baltashchis, as Eitza. That's not a second love. La Asi la love, Ela Shalayichros as Adair Hashchasa. The Radvaz is saying that Baltashchis in the Pesach is defining Baltichros, Lo Sichros and Lo Sashchis. Lo Sichros, you can't cut down the tree. One is allowed to cut down the tree, one is Sashchasa, meaning if. There's a good reason you're making money on the deal. It's mutter. You need the makam, and it's more valuable. It's mutter. So he says there aren't two lavims. The only one lav is baltichris. That only applies to cutting down a tree. So where does ripping begadim go in? So either you learn it's the rabbanon, or you learn the concept is the same because you see the Torah doesn't want you wasting things, but it certainly does not malchus. You don't have a fairish apusik, and you can't, based on a svara, give somebody malchus. Ain't in shemenadin. So that's the possibility over here. Yes. Sakriya, they made a dindur abonon to show cover mace and to taka get out. Interesting, but they asked in Hilcha Shabbos of a guy going into a rage and letting his rage out on a phone book. That would be good already. Those are taka not worth much. That, that's also because you shouldn't get that, that angry. But Chazal want X amount of Leilano grief and X amount of showing of it and getting in the system and cover mace. And they gave a shear. But the original Gemara we had by the Chaval is still here. Is this bracer that says Makarel may say Yesimi die, and it says over there Loike. So some say it meant Marcus Marcus like this. Some say Tais says the gear says not Loike, it's just Iver. It's an Iser. It's totally in this Machlekes. So Chazal did mandate that. That's not Baltashchis. Chazal mandated, but they don't want you going more than they asked for. What? So yeah, it's not even Akira's Dovman Atera. The Dereisa is to do wanton destruction for no reason. Here, Chazal felt its importance is therapeutic. So you'll say, well, the guy in a rage is also therapeutic. But no, the Chazal criticized the fact that he got to such a rage. So we don't want you doing that. That's Kilo of Avodazar. If you can't control yourself on that, the next step is Avodazar. So that would be the, the difference. Also, Kavod also. And grief is expected as opposed to flying their rage. They should, if, if he's not moved by it, then, then there's something, something wrong. So Chazal mandated to, uh, to show it in this Eifen. The guy needs to show up by cutting themselves. The Torah said that because that's the Yisachavala. But the guy weren't crazy. It's just, it became Chukasayim because they did it. And Hashem said, don't do it to your body. And Chazal Masakein to, uh, to raise Kriya instead. Okay, Mitzvah Shem, we will pick it up tomorrow night up here.